Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. Well, are you ready this morning? Yes. I'm ready. I came ready. I got to move up just a tad. Okay. Yes, good morning. Yes, everybody. Let's pray. Let's open up in prayer. Father God, we, we lift you up this morning. We say have your way this morning in this place. Holy Spirit, we're yielded vessels. We thank you, Father, for your plan coming to pass in this service, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you, you speak through my mouth this morning. May my words be your words, and we've come to receive all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, say amen. Amen. Well, the last time I ministered on a Sunday morning, um, the Lord had me minister on wisdom. How many of you remember that? Get wisdom. Remember that? If you need wisdom, ask God for it. Um, And so this is a little bit connected to that. But this morning we're going to talk about following the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, um, you know, when you need answers, you have two things at your disposal that you should be going to. Number one, the word. And number two, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, right? And this is God. God is in the Word, and God is the Holy Spirit. So you're going to God every time, right? But He gives us things to look to when we need answers. Amen? And how about when you need specific answers and specific directions that maybe they're not in the Word? Doesn't tell you what house to buy. Doesn't tell you where to put your kids in school, right? But you still need direction, right? And so God has given us a way to do that, and that's through the leading of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have asked Jesus into your heart? Okay, so you've got the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, amen? And we are to be led by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about this morning, amen? Because that's where your answers come from from the Word and from the Spirit of God. Um, You know, our answers, you know, your Bible can sit on the coffee table or next to your bed. The answers can be in there. But if you don't access them, then you're not going to know what direction to take. Um, It's the same thing with the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. You've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. He's always there. But if you don't access his direction, then you won't know what to do, right? And um, really, our answers are found in following. Say following. Following Following the word and following the spirit. And how many of you remember when you first started school? A lot of times, remember one of the first games they teach you? One of the first games you play? Simon Says is, yeah, usually one of them. And follow the leader. And both of them are pretty much have the same concept. You do what I do. You follow my lead, right? And uh, the biggest thing that we as Christians can learn to do and need to become skillful at is following. How to follow. So let's open up our Bibles this morning to Matthew chapter 4. Praise the Lord. Um, I find it interesting what Jesus the first words he spoke to his disciples. How many of you say, I'm a disciple? disciple. Yeah, I'm a disciple. That means I'm a follower of Jesus. There's one thing to say it, but there's an action to following. I said there's an action to following. It's not just something that you say in word. There's actions that follow a true disciple. Amen. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18. 
And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, what are the first two words Jesus said to his disciples? To those who would become, he said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Listen to this. They immediately left their nets. They immediately left what they were doing. They immediately left convenience to follow him. They immediately left what was comfortable to follow him. And they followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them immediately... Say immediately. immediately. They left their boat and their father. Now you have some, now you have some brothers who, who left not just their business, um, but their family. And what did they do? They followed him. They followed him. Following, hello, how are you, hon? I didn't even see you. Good to see you this morning. Following Jesus, there's an action to it. It's not just something that we say, it's something that we do, right? So the first thing Jesus said to his disciples, those he was calling, was what? Follow me. Follow me. Uh, that word follow means to accompany, especially as a disciple, to move in the same direction after. Now listen to this. To follow after, to pursue. In other words, it's not something that you can casually do. You can't sit around on your couch, you know, or just go through life and think you're following God. Well, I go to church, but are you following his lead? Are you following what he told you to do in your life? Are you following what the word says to do in your marriage with your children? Um, are you following the leadings of the Holy Spirit daily? See, there's, a, there's an action to following. There's a, um, it's a pursuing it's, uh, it's going to take some effort. I said it's going to take some effort to follow God, right? It takes effort to play for those kids to play follow the leader. What effort is involved? They're watching. They're intently watching. Or when they're doing Simon, when they're playing Simon Says, they're like, did he touch his nose? Did he touch his head? I'm going to do exactly what he did. It takes effort. It takes watchfulness. It takes being attentive. Say being attentive. To be a good follower, right? Um, that word follow comes from an old, old German, old Norse uh, word, and it says full gone, but it, it has a sense of full going, full going. I'm going fully after. So when I say I'm following God, I'm going fully after him. There's a fullness. I'm giving my all. I'm giving my best. I'm being very watchful. I, my, my attention is always on my leader, Jesus, on his word. I'm keeping my attention on that, right? Um, there's a sense of, you know, you can't follow if you don't have a leader. <laughs> Most Christians tend to do their own thing. Forgetting that they have a leader. And they follow their own plan, forgetting what the word says. You know, we're human, so we can tend to forget. That's okay, but we have to be reminded not to forget. 
that Jesus is our leader. Jesus is our master. His word is what I follow. His spirit is what I follow. Amen. And so, you know, when you're a follower, you're saying, I have a leader. (laughs) I have a guide that I'm following. You can't be a follower if you won't accept someone as a leader. If you don't accept, if we don't accept Jesus as our leader or the Holy Ghost as our guide, then we won't be good followers, right? Uh, So, praise the Lord. So, how good we follow is an indication of how successful we'll be in life. Amen? Um, So, we follow the Word. We follow the Spirit. How about, how good are we at following pastor? How good are we at following our employer these are all indications of how good of a follower you are um how far you'll go in life is how how good of a follower are we right we teach our kids to follow our lead right we don't tell them go do whatever you want you know raise yourself you know you can just you know no we teach them we train them in the word we train them you know to follow our lead to follow what God says in his word, right? We're teaching them to be followers. Well, we have to be good followers, amen? Those who follow best lead best. And being a leader in the world or in the business community doesn't make you a good leader, doesn't make me a good leader in my church. Well, say amen to that if you can, because that's the truth. We have to learn to become skillful, all of us, to become skillful to become sensitive to the leading on the inside and the anointing of our pastor. And it's our job to be good followers. Right? No, you're an adult. I'm an adult. No one's going to make me a good follower. Like I said, it's going to take effort. But praise God. I love God is so good that he gave us some examples. In the Bible, he talks about the shepherd and the sheep. Who is the shepherd? Who's the great shepherd? Jesus is the great shepherd. And guess what? Who, what are we? We're the sheep, right? And in a church, you've got the shepherd, the under-shepherd, which is pastor, and then the sheep. We're also the sheep. And so uh, let's turn to John 10, 2. And I love the example that Jesus gives of how to be a good follower when he uses the shepherd and the sheep. John chapter 10, verse 2. Say amen when you get there. Praise God. How about wives following the leading of their godly husband? Amen. Following the leading of their husband. Praise God. John 10, verse 2 says, He who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Verse 3, To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. Whose voice do they hear? The voice of the shepherd. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Verse 4, and when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep what? And the sheep what? Follow him. How can they follow him? They know his voice. They know his voice. Guess what? As sheep, you know his voice. That's yours by right. By becoming a Christian, by asking Jesus into your heart, you have a great shepherd and you are the sheep. Guess what? You can know his voice. You can know his voice. Verse 5, yet they will by no means follow a stranger. 
as sheep, as children of God. We don't follow strangers. We don't follow strange voices. We don't follow other voices. We only follow the voice of our shepherd, right? And the sheep, look how look at what they do here. They'll flee from the voice of a, of a shepherd, for they don't know the voice of strangers. In other words, we don't become accustomed to listening to other voices, to, to being led or directed by other leadings. We only know the voice of our shepherd. We follow the voice of the great shepherd. And, um, you know, it's interesting when you watch sheep, you can have different people call them to the gate, but they won't come. They'll only come to the voice of their shepherd. Why? Because they're familiar with it. They know that voice. They know that when they fought, when they come to that voice, there's, there's a protection, maybe there's food, there's uh, safety there, right? Let, so I have a video I want to show you of, a, this is a natural video of some sheep fo uh, following the voice of their shepherd. And a few people will try to call them, but they don't come. They only come to the voice of their shepherd. Let's go ahead and play that. Praise God. So I love that video because it gives us um, a natural example of what, and God used that in the Bible. Jesus used that example to say, we are his sheep. And notice that all the other voices, they never even once looked. Weren't even interested. Weren't even paying attention. They were, you know, they're eating, they're doing their own thing. And when the voice of the shepherd calls, boom, I'm tuned into that voice. I know exactly who that is. That's my shepherd. And all of a sudden, they start kind of lifting up their head. They look around, and then they come running, right? So as sheep, as children of God, we can know his voice. And that's the only voice we should follow. You know, there's a, there's, you, know you can make this a confession. I hear the voice of my shepherd. Strangers, I won't follow. I hear the voice of the Spirit of God on the inside of me. I don't follow any other leading or any other voice, right? Because learning to follow the shepherd, learning to do what he's called us to do, following his instructions always leads us to safety, right? And we all make decisions. We all have decisions. You know, you're making decisions. I don't know how many, but I'm sure you're making many every day. Every day, you're constantly making decisions. And um, we all need help. And the answer is simple. Be led by the Spirit of God. Learn. We can learn to become skillful to following His voice, following that leading. Amen? And um, it's the best way to live. And we would, it would be to our disadvantage not to follow His leading. Just like it would be to the disadvantage of those sheep not to follow the voice of their shepherd, right? Um, Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. And so we are to be led by the Spirit of God. Um, as believers, you know, New Testament believers, when Jesus left, he said, I'm leaving, but I'm sending you the Holy Ghost. And it'll be to your advantage, right, when the Holy Spirit comes. Well, when you ask Jesus into your heart, you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. If you've received the baptism uh, uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, um, you pray in tongues regularly, that will keep you sensitive to his leading, right? But Proverbs 20, 27 says, the Bible says this right here, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. 
Your spirit, you are, you are a spirit. You're, you're, you know, you are a spirit. You have a body. You live in a body and you have um, a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. But the real you is a spirit. And it says right here, the spirit of a man, your spirit is the candle of the Lord. In other words, it's kind of like you're in a tunnel and, uh, you know, it's really dark and someone, you don't know where to go and they have a flashlight. That's kind of how our lives can be. Sometimes we don't know what direction to take or we decide to follow other leadings and um, or we may guess. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll write a list and write out all the pros and cons. You know, and we do all these natural things. But the Bible says here, it's the spirit of man that is the candle of the Lord. Amen. It's your spirit that picks up information from God and gives it to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, Your spirit, we're to be led by the spirit, not by signs, not by Um, our emotions, not by our minds or our bodies, but we're to be led by our spirit. Amen. Um, There's just a knowing on the inside as believers that you can come to uh, become skillful with and attentive to. Right. Um, It's not a feeling, but it's it's like a sense, a spiritual sense. It's a perception. So let's look at Acts 27 verse 10, because I want you to see here was Paul. He was a prisoner on board a ship and he was headed for Rome. And he just had a spiritual sense. He just perceived. Have you ever been driving and all of a sudden you get, "Mm, I think I'm going to go a different way today. "Mm, I'm not going to go this way. Like you just feel like you should go this way today. Um, Have you ever had your uh, children at home and you get something on the inside? "Mm, I think I'm going to keep them home today from school. Or, "Mm, no, you're not going to go to your friend's house today. Something just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It's very subtle. A lot of times it's not a loud, you know, red siren, you know, flag, you know, but it's like, "Mm, something's not right. And that's a perception. That can be the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost leading you what to do. Um. So in Acts 27.10, Paul said, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage. So here he has a perception. If we get in this boat, there's going to be some damage. There's going to be, uh, it's not going to go well with us. It's just a perception. It doesn't say, Paul didn't say the Holy Ghost spoke to me. The Lord spoke to me. He didn't say I had a vision. I heard an audible voice. He didn't say any of that. He just said, I perceive, I perceive. Paul had an inward witness, say an inward witness, an inward witness. That's the number one way that God leads his people. Amen. Now it's up up to us to follow it. You know, it's up to us. Are we going to follow that leading? Right. And it's up, up to us to become skillful and tuned in to that leading. Amen. That perception, right? Because he leads us by uh, that inward witness. Paul's spirit evidently picked up the knowledge that the Lord, you know, the Holy Ghost was showing him about the voyage. And guess what happened on that voyage? They had a shipwreck because no one would listen to him. But he perceived it was a small perception. Something's I'm not right. See, a lot of times we go here. 
well, I don't know. Let's see. If they go over here and they do this, no, 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 no. Or if I do that, we go to our minds looking for answers. But the Bible doesn't say we're led by our minds. The Bible says as children of God, we're led by the Spirit of God. And that Spirit, we turn down in here. We're supposed to keep, mm, what, what would I think here? Mm, that seems good. That seems okay. Mm, that doesn't seem very good. And you don't even have to explain why it doesn't feel good. See, if you try to reason, well, I don't know, then you're going to start getting the mental arena, and you're not led by your mind. As Christians, we're to be led by the Spirit. The Holy Ghost will make you rich if you'll follow Him. The Spirit of God will make you rich. The Spirit of God will, pro will provide protection if you'll follow Him. The Spirit of God will give you direction for everything in life. We don't have to go through life guessing, wondering, let me see if I can figure this out. I can just go right here. What does my Spirit say? What am I perceiving? Just a small perception. Mm, okay, I, I'm, this is okay. I can do this. Mm, no, we're not going to do this. And your kids say, why? I don't have to give you a reason why. I just said no. Learn, learn to not question that leading. And don't allow anybody else to question it either. Learn to follow that perception like, hmm. Learn to. It's, it's small. It's su subtle. The Bible says um, uh, it's a still, small voice. It's a still, small voice. Amen. It's not something that's loud. And we have to practice on the daily things. Let's look at Romans 8, 14. We have to God will have us practice on the daily things. Should I go to this appointment today? Um, you know, honestly, for me, even down to little things like don't wear this, wear that. Like, you can go wear whatever you want, right? You can go, you know, or what about, he may, you know, could be with your eating. You know, don't eat this, eat a little bit of that, don't eat that today. You know, don't drink this, drink, you know what I mean? It's the little things. It's the small things. Because when there's something big, how is he going to lead you if you haven't been listening to the little things? If you haven't been following let me make it clear. Listening is one thing, but following that leading. Learning to turn here and follow that leading. Um, Romans 8, 14. Are you there? says, as many as are led by what? By your mind? By your will? By your emotions? By your body? By your own desires? No, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God... These are the sons of God. What are we led by? The Spirit of God is leading us. The Spirit of God is to be our lead. Amen. It's that inner witness. And I'm practicing on the daily things. I'm learning to follow the simple daily things that maybe mean nothing. But maybe one day when God, when big things come, he says, don't go on that trip. You know, I love the story that Pastor Nancy says about a young, a young woman who her, her and her friends bought tickets to the Super Bowl game. How many of you remember that? They, bought, they had tickets to the Super Bowl. <laughs> You'll be like, we're down, let's go. I mean, you know, I'm not even into football that much, kind of sort of little, but I'd go to a Super Bowl game, right? And they had tickets to the Super Bowl game. And, you know, I don't know if it was the night before or the day of. And she just goes, I just have something in here. I'm not supposed to go. I'm just not supposed to go. She calls her friends. How do you think they responded? Are you crazy? 
How much money did you pay? I mean, what? We have this all planned. See, even if you already have things all planned out, even if you spent months in preparation, if the Holy Spirit says don't go, you don't go. So she told her friends, I just, I don't feel good. I'm not, I can't go. I don't feel good about it. And she didn't go. And that on the way home, they were in a car accident. Were they all killed? And they were all killed. Now, I'm not telling you this for reasons of fear. I want us to be aware, though. Someone's pressuring you to do something, but in here, it's a, I just don't feel good. And they're going to say, well, why? Listen, you don't have to explain yourself because a lot of times you're not even going to know why. You're just going to know I'm being led by the Spirit of God and that's all, that's all I need to know. What did he tell me? Because I'm learning to be a good follower. See, now you have to be learned to be a good follower in the little daily things. And how do we do that? We put our spiritual antenna up daily. Even when you're not facing big things, and daily, you're, you're walking throughout your day. Should I? Mm, oh, yeah, do this. Okay. And it's going to be small little leadings, right? But that's how he leads us. It says right here, by the Spirit of God. It's by that inner witness, that perception. Um, what am I perceiving? Amen. And the more we follow that small perception, guess what? The more skillful we become. The more we follow that leading, the more skillful we, we become at following it every day. And then you become more and you just start doing it more and more and more and it becomes easier. So then when big decisions do come, even if it's something that you're just praying about, you may not have an answer, but you have a, a perception. You have a leading on the inside. Mm, yeah, let's just do this. Let's just do this. Or, mm -mm, we're not doing that. You know, I always have said this. If I have a, mm, then to me, that's a no. And it can be slight. But if it's in here, I'm not looking to my head. I'm not looking to my, my body, you know, what my body wants to do. But I'm looking right here. Mm -mm. Then I don't do it. But then I, when my kids were younger, then I didn't have them do it either. I'm, I'm learning to follow that inward witness. Your spirit is that witness. Your spirit, the Bible says, bears witness with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Bears witness with God. What is he telling you to do? Amen. And you follow that. It's called the inward, the inward man of a believer. It's your spirit man that hears what the spirit of God is saying to you. Amen. Um, so it's so important that we don't allow other things to lead us other things to direct us such as what what other things would try and lead us how about our minds well what you know let me let me make a list of the pros and cons uh, my mind would say let me look at my bank account spirit of god won't tell you to look at your bank account right your mind would say i don't have enough money for that or how, why would I even go look at that house when I don't even have the money for a house, right? That's what your mind would say. But you don't look to your mind for direction, right? Your mind would say, why would I prepare a nursery? They said I couldn't have a baby. But your spirit says, get that nursery ready. Your spirit says, start packing because I have a home for you. Your spirit says, you know, it's time to get ready. Do it by faith. And you do it by faith. You don't go to your mind, right? Um, what about your will? 
Your will will try to direct you. Well, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Me, what do I want? Right? <laughs> That's a big one. That's a, what do I desire? I'm going to do that. Um, what about your feelings? Right? You could be led by your feelings. What about fear? You get in fear. Can't let my kids go anywhere. They can't go. Now, I'm not talking about if the Lord says don't let them go. But I mean, you know, if there's fear and you won't let them go do anything, right? You've got to check yourself. Is that fear or is that le- the leading of the Holy Spirit? Um, what about getting upset or offended? You know, are you, are you led by your feelings? Well, I don't know. You got mad, so now you're not going to do or whatever, you know. You're being led by your feelings. Um, or, hey, it feels good. Let's do it. It feels good. Let's just do it. I mean, isn't that how the world lives today? Just do whatever makes you happy. But I think we forgot to mention there are consequences to doing whatever makes you happy. Right? There are, there are consequences that come with that. You know, we're not led by, I'm just going to do whatever feels good, whatever makes me feel happy. I mean, if that was the case, I'm like, give me five pounds of C's candy. Give me my fudge. Give me that apple pie from Costco. Um, you know, that, that would be do whatever feels good to me. Right? Everybody has their things. What feels good to you? You know? Some of you might never leave the restaurant because, you know, it feels, that's my favorite restaurant, right? That's where I'm going to, you know, or you'd never leave the television, right? Because it just feels, I just, you know, I'm going to just do, I just want to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to sit here. You know, we're not led by these things. These things aren't to direct us. What about your body? Your body. What does your body want? Well, that's kind of the same thing we just talked about, but, um, and you don't have to turn there, but you can make note of this. 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Why don't you actually turn there? Let's look at this scripture. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. People do all kinds of things with their bodies because they think they own their body. This is my body. Do whatever I want with my body, Right? Is that what the word says, though? Because the word is what I look to for direction. The spirit of God is what I look to for direction. Because I'm a good follower. I'm a good, you say, I'm a good follower. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says, do you not know? Do you not know, River Church, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? You are not your own. Why? You were bought at a price. You were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He's not saying just glorify God in your spirit. Glorify God in your body. People do all kinds of things to their body. I mean, I could go there. Put a little bit of this on the body. Do a little bit of that. But your body's a temple. Your body is a temple. And I tell you one thing, I'm not going to let someone come in here and spray paint my temple. Spray paint the church. I'd be like, what are you doing? This place is holy. See, your body is holy. So before you do anything, you need to ask God, can I do this with my body? Is it okay to do this? We need to ask the Lord. Why? Because he's our, he's our lead. We follow him. Amen. I know sometimes we don't think about our bodies as being his, but it is. 
It's a holy thing. It's a holy thing. You're not your own. God purchased you when he sent his son Jesus to die for you. Amen? So we're not led by what our mind wants, what our desires are, our feelings, our body. Those things aren't our guide. I don't care if I feel like, you know, I want to do this with my body. If the word says no, I'm not doing it. I don't care if it's a legal drug. (laughs) I don't care if it's legal. If, you know, I'm not going to put a substance into this holy temple that ought not to be in it. Amen. Now, you know, who would ever thought we'd have to talk about this 20 years ago? But now we do because now certain things are legal. Just because it's legal doesn't make it right. And the church said, amen. Come on. I love when you guys say amen. Amen. Praise God. Because we're learning to be led. See, the decisions we make in life are to be, what did God say in his word? And what does the Holy Spirit say? What am I perceiving on the inside? You know, I've walked into places. I was going to buy something. Had it in my hand. I'm like, mm, don't buy it. All right. Put it back. Don't buy it. It's, it's learning to follow that leading and not ignore the leading. Don't ignore it because your body wants to do it or your, your mind thinks it's a good idea. Don't ignore the leadings. We have to learn to be good followers. Amen. Say, I'm a good follower. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, there's safety when we follow his leading. There's blessing when we follow his leading. And the good news is that he has already given us that leading on the inside. But now we just have to train ourselves to go down. I'm just going to go here. What's God saying to me? Dip down into your spirit. What's the spirit of God say? And becoming, um, training ourselves to do that often throughout the day. Not just when there's a big decision. But even on the little things, training ourselves to do that. Amen? Um, the, the... Many people, their lives go the directions of their flesh. And um, if your decisions are based on your flesh or on circumstances, you know, uh, your life will be unstable. And there's no safety or stability in following any other leading. I'm going to say that again. There's no safety. There's no stability in following any other leading than that of God his word, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, That's the leading that provides stability for me and my family. That's the leading that will provide stability and safety for you. Amen. Um, If we do not do what he told us to do, I want you to listen to this. If you do not do, if I do not do what he told us to do, we will not be able to get where he wants us to be. That is it. I'm going to say that again. If we don't do what he told us to do, we will not be able to get where he wants us to be. And each leading, each perception on the inside leads to another piece of God's plan. Amen. They're all connected. It's all connected. And it's so important to be where God told us to be, to obey him and um, to look on the inside. To look to the inward witness because that's the number one way God leads. He's not leading by signs. 
He's not leading by what, you know, someone prophesied over you. Now that should confirm what you already know. Amen. Um, he's not leading by, you know, as I've said before, you're thinking, should I move to Seattle? Hmm. You know, and then you go to Walmart and someone has a Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks shirt on. You're like, oh. And then you go to the counter and you're talking to the lady and she's like, yeah, I'm from Seattle. And you're like, oh, it's a sign. It's a sign, you know. And, you know, that's how the world is led, though, right? You've seen it. They're looking. The world is looking for signs. They're looking for outward signs. Those outward leadings, those outward signs, the, the enemy can duplicate those. So that's why God says, don't be led by anything but by the Spirit of God. The enemy can't duplicate this. He can't duplicate you going down and going, mm, what does the Spirit say? My Spirit's the candle of the Lord. That means it gives me light on, on things. It shows me what to do. Say, my Spirit is the candle of the Lord. My Spirit shows me what to do. Leads me into the right direction. I follow my Spirit. That's right. It's, say it's the only leading that provides stability and safety. Come on. It's the leading of the Spirit. Amen. And we, we want to become accustomed. And we want to become skilled. We want to become um, so skilled that we, we don't question it. And you ought not to question it anyway. Don't ever question that leading. Amen. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. And we're not going to be led by outward circumstances. We're not going to be led by our bodies, our minds, no more. And we're going to start, we need to start as a church, start checking. What do you say, Lord? Start asking before you do something. Start checking right in here. What do you say, Father God? What do you say? Um, instead of making decisions based on what we want or don't want. I'm going to check in here. What does God want? I want what God wants. Why? Because he's going to lead me into his perfect will. He's going to lead me into his perfect will. Listen, his leadings are truth. His leadings are truth. The Bible says he is not a man that he should lie. So when he gives you a leading, you have to be confident in that leading. Say, God told me this. I don't, may not understand it, but I'm following that leading. Because it's the truth. I love what Pastor Nancy says. It's the truth and it's no lie. That leading, it's the truth and it's no lie. And I don't have to explain it. I don't have to get into my mental, you know, reasoning of why or how or who. And people will question you. And if you have kids, they may question you too. <laughs> but why? But why? Because I said no. I said, there were even times that I wouldn't even tell my kids I didn't feel good about it. Sometimes I did, but sometimes I didn't. Yeah, there's a check. God checks you. That's another, another term you'll hear believers use. There's a check in your spirit. Like, mm. yeah, it's like a, it's a red light. Like, mm -mm. no, don't do it. And I love what Brother Hagin said. God leads more by red lights than he does green. That's a good one right there. That's a good word right there. God leads more by... In other words, he's going to check you. You may be making movement towards something. And the Lord's like, mm, nope, we're going to go this way. Don't do that. What's he doing? He's checking you. You just in here, right? And if, if we'll tune into that, if we'll become aware, more aware of his presence and just be um, intent, purposeful in 
I'm going to start checking my spirit. I'm going to start tuning in and turning down here. What does God say? Amen. Because there's, there's always a prophet to your life and to my life when we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Come on, you may, go to, you may go apply for a job. They may offer it to you, but on the inside you're like, eh. It could pay more. But on the inside, mm, no, this doesn't feel right. It, it defies all logic, but it doesn't defy God. It doesn't defy his leading. Whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to follow that leading. Why? Because I'm a good follower. I'm like the sheep. Everybody else could be calling. All these other voices could be trying to vie for my attention. I just keep doing what I'm supposed to do. And then when God leads me, I follow that leading. I perk up. I'm like, oh, that's God. Oh, God's saying do this. Oh, God's saying don't do that. God says do more of this. God says do less of that. That's how he's leading us, the small things. Amen? Um, let's close with this, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. Say, it's good to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Come on, be, why? Because he, he's already pre-organized your life. It's pre-organized. Remember that verse we looked at? Let's, let's actually, let's go there really quick. Let's go to Ephesians. We, we opened up with that a few weeks ago. Let's go to Ephesians 2. Verse 10. Can we pull that up in the Amplified, Joel? Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified. Why should we follow his leading? Well, our safety's there. Amen. It's a great way to live. You never have to go here. Can I say this? Asking a lot of other people. Bible doesn't say go ask a lot of other people. That can cause confusion. Be careful where you're getting your counsel from. The Bible does say in the multitude of counselors, there's safety, but we're talking about godly counsel. But there's, you know, all these little leadings become skillful with that. So when the big decisions do come and there are some things, Brother Hagan said this, things that will affect your family, um, the direction of your life, like in general, could be like moving, those kind of things. You know, he, he would say, go and talk to your pastor about it. You know, get some counsel if you need that. Don't make those big decisions by yourself, right? The ones that are life-changing that will affect your wife, your children, those kind of things. Um, but if you're just like, I don't know what school to go to, and then you go ask a bunch of people, they're all going to give you a bunch of different information. Now, guess what? Now you're more confused. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. You already know on the inside. If you'll get quiet, I already know. I know. This seems good to me. If it just seems, this seems good right here on the inside. Amen. Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified says this. We are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined. He planned beforehand. Listen, God already predestined. He planned beforehand everything for you in life. For us, taking the paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Listen, his leading is leading you into the prearranged good life. You following his leading is leading you into the prearranged good life. 
Come on, living the good life. It's already prearranged. God's already made it ready. And the little things in life, the daily things in life, we're going to become skillful at. Amen. Let's say this confession before we, we go this morning. Say, I love your leading. Your leading is not a suggestion. Your leading is your will for my life. Your leading will keep me safe and cause me to increase. Amen. Let's say this. If I take the lead, then I forfeit safety and increase in my life. I'm spirit-led. I don't allow anything else to lead me. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I'd rather have success in life. I'd rather have success that God prearranged and made ready. Amen. Amen. And that comes by being a good follower. Comes by being a good follower. This week, our homework is I'm going to be a good follower. I'm going to practice following his spirit more. More than I ever have before. Because we can become better at it. Amen. The Holy Spirit always gives you the advantage. Amen. Following his lead will always put you in the advantage. It'll always increase you. It will always add to you. Not following his lead. Following your own path, your own, what you want, will always lead to decrease. I don't care if it looks like it's increased financially. Did you hear me? It's good. Following your own way, your own path, even if there's more money attached or there's some haughty guy, I don't know, or, you know, but pastor, they're so good looking, you know, I can't take my eyes off of them. Yeah, but, you know, he don't come to church. I mean, you don't need a leading from the Holy Spirit on that. The word says, you know, talks about unbelievers, but I'm talking about you're looking with your eyes. We don't look with our, our eyes to see what direction to take. We go here, what direction do I take? Amen. I'm not trying to take the lead. Say, I'm not trying to take I'm the lead. Take the you, can't, you can't be the lead and God can't be the lead. Who's going to be the lead in your life? Who's going to be the lead? Yeah. We have to make a decision. God's going to be my lead. The Word is my lead. The Holy Spirit's my lead. And obviously you use wisdom, right? Yeah. We use wisdom. You're like, I'm going to go up on this really high cliff and I'm going to get really close to the edge. You know, I'm like, you know, you don't need the word from God or the Holy Ghost to tell you, you know, back off. You're a little too close to the edge. You know, you sure you should be going up there. You know, wisdom will lead you as well. Amen. You know, when you don't have a leading from the Holy Spirit, use wisdom. What does wisdom say? Right. So God has blessed us so much as believers to have that leading on the inside. Amen. Aren't you grateful for it? Yes. Amen. Um, when, you, when you get born again and ask Jesus into your life, you have the Holy Ghost. But one way to make yourself more sensitive to his leading is when you pray in the Holy Ghost daily. And I want to encourage you, make sure that you're reading your Bible every day. How are you going to know his leading if you don't read your Bible? Amen. Uh, go to Version. Plenty of Bible plans on there. You can read the New Testament. You can read the Old Testament. You can read them both. Um, but also the leading of the Holy Spirit on the inside. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, often and daily, that will be make you more sensitive to His leadings. And um, it's important that you do that. Amen. Amen. So with every.